Hello everyone, this is Prince Mario Max Schamburglippe with the one and only Prince Mario Max podcast. And today I have a very special guest. We got together at an amazing Italian eatery and it is someone you all know from television, from the red carpets, from the internet, from his books. He is a titan, a tycoon in entertainment, the beloved famous actor, Hank Garrett. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, this is Hank Garrett, and I got the opportunity to spend a moment or two with you. And I just saw you, Hank, uh, a few weeks ago at this beautiful celebrity convention that was happening in Hollywood. And there is a special thing what you do there. You not only appear, but you also bring some special things you created. Tell us more about how this celebrity conventions work. Well, first of all, uh, I do autographs. I autograph the book, uh, which is called From Harlem Hoodlum to Hollywood Heavyweight. And I have photographs of Car 54 and videos of Car 54, and I'm the only one left from the show. And Deanna Marie, my agent and manager and lovely lady, we have raised over $61,000 for the disabled American veterans. Uh, we take our cost and everything else goes to disabled vets. What a grand cost, Hank. And in your personal career, you also served, right? You've been at the police forces in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I was a cop for a moment or two. Uh, and funny, but while I, while I was a patrolman, a friend of mine called and they got me an interview for a show that was in not quite ready. And I wound up being on a show called Car 54, Where Are You? I played Officer Nicholson, and I have the distinguished honor of being the last one left from the show. Uh, I'm also in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, and I am a grandmaster in martial arts. Now, all that... And a dollar ten or dollar forty gets me on any bus on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> I'm always fascinated when I read about your accomplishments. You're such an accomplished actor. You've worked on the most fascinating movies and shows. So there is especially one scene that made movie history with Robert Redford. Please share what was going on there. A movie called Three Days of the Condor. I am a government assassin disguised as a mailman. And the fight scene with myself and Robert Redford uh, has won many awards. I, I, I'm starting to blush. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because it won world's best fight scene in movie history. So we really have a legend here today talking to us. And another great thing, there is this beautiful, beautiful, accomplished actress by the name of Fran Drescher, who also serves now as the president of the SAG-AFTRA union. And I know you worked with Fran and you yes. very fond of her. Oh, she was wonderful. We lived around the corner from each other and we would go to 
location together uh, with her, her husband at the time. And we had a lot of fun doing this crazy movie. And uh, wow. And now she's the president of our union. Amazing. And I know you always are very active at the union. You worked on numerous committees. You dedicated your time, your contacts, your energy. So the union is a big part of your life too as an actor. Yes. Uh, I've been an actor for most of my life. And I joined Screen Actors Guild uh, before it became affiliated with AFTRA. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was a proud member, as well as Prince Max. And, uh, wow, I, I am really honored to be speaking to you. There is another great thing. When we look into the celebrity world nowadays, it's all about the celebrities and their products and... They branch out, and I have been guest of your big reception of the grand red carpet opening of the Hank Garrett Cologne, a very special fragrance. So that is also something you dedicate, you gift to your fans and to everyone who wants to smell power and energy, right? <laughs> yeah, the cologne is called the original tough guy. I don't know why they named it after me, because I'm far from being a tough guy. <laughs> You're always the strongest guy on television and in the movies for sure, Hank. Another great thing, what I love is you're so active. You're a true chat setter for work, I have to say. So you go to Atlantic City, you go to Panama. What's all cooking? <laughs> well, we fell in love with Panama. And we're going to be there a latter part of the year, uh, January. Uh, and it's a, a lovely, lovely place. But it's still not the USA. What about this amazing convention you did in Atlantic City? You've been back and forth to Atlantic City doing a big thing there too. I remember that. Yes. Uh, partially uh, raising funds for the disabled American vets. But there was a huge convention. And there was thousands of people there and we just had a wonderful wonderful time and Deanna Marie my agent manager and wife uh, is, is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life and so many people agree <laughs> I love it yeah we always loved your energy and as you my dear Hank are also a dear friend of my parents and you and Diana Marie, you always were together with my father, Prince Waldemar, my mother, Princess Antonia and myself. So you just told me a little few memories about dad. Would you repeat that during our podcast? Oh, your dad was one of the most amazing men I ever met. Classy, uh, very strong. A very, very imposing figure. I mean, you could never miss him. And a sweet soul. And that's what I detected when I first met him. He wasn't loud or boisterous, but boy, did you notice him. Outstanding gentleman. I love to hear that. Another very great thing I need to say is, 
you're so accomplished and you made it in acting. Is there a thing you want to tell the kids that are interested in acting, how to break through in the industry? What does it take to become a working actor? Because you're a working actor all your life. You're always working, Hank. Well, originally from the streets, I lived on the street. In fact, uh, at a, as a kid, I slept in cardboard boxes on the street. Uh, and I got tired of being in trouble. Uh, I was always fighting. And I decided there's another life. And I started studying acting with a local teacher. And I found it very exciting. And what my advice to kids, in fact, we're, we're hoping to build a place called Hangster's Kids. Getting kids off the street. Come to us. If you're hungry, we'll feed you. But we just want you off the street. And that was given to me, that, that opportunity. Place to go to, to play games. Just as long as I was off the street and didn't have to do the things I did to prove myself. But the people like, oh my God, Max, giving me the opportunity to speak to you. Hank, another influential man in your life was Sammy Davis Jr., right? Oh, Sammy Davis Jr. got me off the street. I was always in trouble, and a gentleman who was, my mother sold fruits and vegetables off a pushcart. And she was crying to this man who happened to be the mayor of Harlem. And she told him uh, that I was always in trouble, always fighting and whatnot. He came to me. He wound up taking me to meet Sammy Davis Jr. at the Apollo Theater in Harlem. Sammy Davis sat me down and said, so you're a tough guy, huh? I said, yeah, I'm a tough guy. And he said, tough guys wind up with broken bones and scars. But you're beyond that. You're going to wind up going to prison or you're going to die. I had a pistol in my pocket at that time and I was 12 years old. And he talk, just kept talking to me what was, what was kind of a future I had left. Got me a couple of jobs. As I was a band boy with an all-African-American band. And I started working, meeting people, do the Sammy Davis Jr. In fact, 20 years later, I was opening at the Sands. I was Tony Bennett's opening act for four years. My opening that night at the Sands, ringside, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., and Peter Lawford. It was a dream come to reality. And thank these people and thank God. And I do thank God. Uh, changed my life and gave me a life. Amazing, Hank. And another great encounter I recall you told me about is Frank Sinatra. Would you mind sharing the story with Frank? <laughs> and the not so 
same love you have for certain things, drinks. Uh, I was invited to a party and I walked in and Dean Martin looked at me and said, hey, very funny kid, man, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what are you drinking? I said, well, I don't drink anything alcoholic. And he said, if Frank sees that, he's going to throw you right out of the party. He said, go get yourself a glass of apple juice. And I did. And Dean stuck his finger in his drink and ringed mine. He said, Frank will come over because he doesn't know you and he's going to smell your drink. And sure enough, a few minutes later, Frank came over and sniffed my drink and said, wow, it's an interesting drink. You got booze and apple juice. I said, oh, yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was so sure he was just going to take a taste and I was going to be dead. <laughs> But it worked out well. And Frank came a couple of times to see me before. Not to see me, but because of Tony Bennett. Oh, man, what a, what a performer. I love it. And I will not hide from our audience that we have the love of your life with us here, Diana Marie. Diana Marie is a world-famous fashion designer. And not only that, Diana Marie is the biggest love and the manager and the lady on the side and with Hank Garrett. Diana Marie Please give us a little introduction on your design life because you're such a famous designer. Hello. I was a fashion designer. I'm now kind of design only for myself, but it was a wonderful, exciting era. And now I have Hank to work with, which is also quite an exciting And Hank always points out whom you did design for because I've seen the articles in all the magazines. We have seen her sp spreads like, you're world famous, you're very modest, so please tell us more where you have been published and which big houses you have been designing for. Well, we really don't talk about me anymore. It's about Hank, but oh. uh, it was a wonderful time designing and I lived in Europe for a while and it was a wonderful, exciting time. And let's just leave it there. <laughs> so dedicated, so sweet. True love and Hank Garrett. I gotta tell you, she's too modest. She just tapped me on her shoulder and shook her head no. <laughs> She had a studio in London, a studio in New York, and a studio in Los Angeles. I got to see her book And I just was so incredibly impressed. The designs were incredible, gorgeous, and, and memorable by, by a choice of, more choice of words. She was fantastic. And she's got the looks of an amazing looking woman. There are always these beautiful red carpet appearances when we see you two together and you always outshine every other celebrity couple. And I'm sure there is a styling instance behind that's called Yana Marie, right? Oh, she's incredible. They'll look at her and look at me and they'll say, who is that with Yana Marie? <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Hank. So this was Hank Garrett, and please all make sure to stay in touch because Hank Garrett is on all social media under his name, of course, Hank Garrett. And his book, to read more about this fascinating life story, you can get on the web store. What's the link, Diana Marie? It's harlemhoodlum.com. And on social media, he's called Mr. Hank Garrett. Mr. Hank Garrett or harlemhoodlum.com. There you can get the book and read all the news about the fragrances and about appearances. And I wish all of you to have once in your lifetime the opportunity to meet Hank Garrett in person because this will also change your lives. Much, much love, Prince Mario Max Schaumburg-Lippe with the one and only Hank Garrett and Diana Marie. 